Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gateway to Cinema, the spin-off of the far more popular podcast reboot already underway, the Zeta Project, to the main podcast, Batman Beyond. Going for the timely, timely analogy. I don't, for that. I've never heard of the Zeta thing. It, it was something about, like, a robot from the Batman Beyond show. But by all accounts, it's a pretty good show, but it's like, I, why make a spinoff about a non-comic book character? Yeah, I, just I watched... Batman Beyond? I don't remember that guy. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh, so, Yeah. But uh, I am, of course, your host, Aaron Hahn, joined as always by Jacob Lacey. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't think of... You, you, had, you had a catchphrase last week, like an actual catchphrase. Oh. You finally came up with that, one. If that makes sense. If that makes sense. Uh, but it, I wanted to think it, of one from this movie, too. But I can't remember the exact quote. <laughs> Usually I watch these right before we do this. This time I watched it last night just to mm-hmm. save time. But yeah, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Something about Batman. Uh, I'm the Batman. <laughs> he doesn't even say that in this movie. I, I don't think he actually says that no. in the movie. Maybe a bit on the nose for this movie. Possibly. I don't know. We'll get, we'll get to it. Because we are once again talking about Film from the list of 100 movies I once made for Lazy to Watch. Yes. Films that are interesting introductions to the large world of cinema. And this week, we're going with a film that would not make the all-time list of a lot of people, but it would for me. So this is, once again, one of my favorite films of all time. So we'll see what Lazy thinks about it, because we're talking about Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. All right, I've got several questions. <laughs> Go for it. Um, I think I guess I'll start by saying this is probably the movie I've known the least about going into. All right, I mean, it, unless you count Mulholland Drive. I mean, of course you count them. Unless, unless we're talking about Mulholland Drive or Attack the Block, this is the one that I knew, like, next to nothing about going mm-hmm. So I don't even know... I didn't even check to see if this movie was critically acclaimed or not. I don't know if this is just a movie that like, maybe you watched and were like, yeah, this movie's great. I don't know how popular this is. I have never heard of this before either. Like, I've never heard is it that come up in conversation or anything. Your first question, then? It's like, is this a... My first question is this is in the animated series timeline? Yes. No? Okay. I mean, it's, it's like, constructed in a way that, like, you don't need to know the rest of the show. But at the same time, the show is very episodic itself. So mm-hmm. it's like there's... It doesn't really matter. But, yeah, it's wa- part yeah. of the same universe. It's the same art style, I, I yeah. can tell. But also, I hadn't watched that show since I was a kid, so I was kind of like, this seems a lot like that show, but I can't really remember. Um, yes, then my second question is going to be, what is this movie critically acclaimed? What's up with this? What's, what's this movie's deal, I guess? This movie is actually really critically acclaimed, or, or at least in like the circles that have encountered it. 
Because what it was originally intended to be just a directed DVD release, and then along the way, it kind of it Warner Brothers is like, no, wait, we're gonna make this theatrical. And whether that was because they thought they could make more money off of it that way, or whether they looked at it and they're like, this is actually something that we consider worth releasing in theatrical format. Whatever the reason was, like once it got theatrical release, and then people started paying more attention to it. But yeah, like. Uh, it was. It didn't make a lot of money at the box office, but it got a lot of critical acclaim, and it has gotten a lot of critical acclaim in like the years since. It makes a lot of like all-time animated movie lists. It makes an, a lot of all-time superhero film lists. It. It. I don't know. I don't know about like. I don't, it, it, I won like a few awards, maybe, but I don't know. But it's definitely a film, like, especially among, like, the, the comic book fans, Batman fans, or whatever, that have encountered it. It, it has a, a really big reputation. Okay. That is good to know. Alright, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead, just, 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 uh, just crush me. No, just, okay. Just break me and you've done it before. I can take it. <laughs> done it many times before. Is it? All right, so I'm going to tell you right up front. I like this more than RoboCop. So you at least have this <laughs> going for you. Um, I don't know, like, no, not knowing anything about this movie, I'm not really sure what I was expecting. But mm-hmm. it was not this. <laughs> and then this is one of those times where it's like, oh... Uh, okay like it's fine i really enjoy what they did here but at the same time i'm like oh oh. all right (laughs) also weird side thing i'm so used to hearing kevin conroy's voice as batman now he's batman like every animated thing they do basically at this point Mm -hmm. that this was still so early in him being Batman <laughs> that it's like, whoa, he's still like trying things with this voice, and it's a little off. I don't know if you've know if you've noticed that. I don't know if I would like say he like hadn't found his voice yet because this was like this wasn't the start of the animated show. This was like no, mostly I... into its run. Yeah, but it's definitely a voice that has changed. Mm-hmm. as he brought it into like different mediums and stuff like and i don't know if like he tr- he was trying to make a different sounding version of it for like the video games or whatever yeah. because he like wanted it to t- sound like more mature or whatever or if it's just like the way his voice aged or whatever yeah, yeah but, you know that might actually be it he's much older now than he was <laughs> when he was he's, doing yeah. this um but i thought the same thing about Mark Hamill's Joker. Mm-hmm. And that when he first appears, I'm like, oh, that sounds a lot like Mark Hamill. And then every once in a while it like breaks, and I'm like, now it kind of sounds like someone doing a cheap impersonation of Mark Hamill's Joker. <laughs> and I looked at him like, is this Mark Hamill? <laughs> like, so, yep. I don't know. I, Alright, so before we get into spoilers and stuff, I feel like this is a movie... Alright, this is my third question, actually. When did you see this for the first time? I 
was like in my childhood okay. but like i don't remember exactly how old i was like the the animated show it's like something i've watched since i was like four right and whatever but i didn't ever really this like movie wasn't like one of the vhs copies i had on my shelf that i could uh, pick out because i only had like eight episodes of the show it's like <laughs> all the ones that were on vhs those are the ones i had but i never watched it live on tv okay so for the longest time that's like i thought that was it i was like oh they made like eight episodes of that that's cool <laughs> <laughs> okay but yeah but yeah I, so i don't know how old i was but it was when i was a child and it's a film that i've like watched continuously since then and still enjoy i wonder this is something that I thought about right when the movie ended, is that I feel like if I hadn't, if I haven't been so immersed in Batman stories for as long as I have been now, I think that if I would have watched this at like the beginning of that, instead of like, you know, I'm like, we're deep in it at this point, there's Batman video games, movies, like everything, the Dark Knight <laughs> happened, that I think I would have liked this a lot more. Like I'm like, this is a Batman story, but so many other Batman stories, I feel like, have probably taken inspiration from this. Mm -hmm. There's definitely stuff like uh, in Arkham City, I know, that there's uh, the whole Talia um, side plot in that game is very reminiscent of some stuff in here. Um, mm -hmm. And I just feel like I... And this... This is exactly what I thought when I finished. I'm like, this isn't the movie's fault that I'm not digging it as much as I should be. This is, like, my fault, in a way, for having seen so much Batman stuff, I think. So, yeah, if that makes sense. It, it does. <laughs> I, I, I guess I would say that, like, it's certainly very, both, both reminiscent. Like, it, it both drew from the stories that came after it and it's something that the or came before it and it's something that the stories that came after it has have drawn from mm -hmm. but i would say that this is at least in my opinion one of like the definitive batman stories so if like i were to think of the character and who he is and what the stories about this character should be like this would be one of the ones that comes to my mind so even though there's like elements of it that have been done elsewhere to me, like, this is the definitive version of those elements. Okay. Yeah, and I can but see... But that, that, again, could just be because I was exposed to this earlier. Mm -hmm. And Yeah, I can definitely see that. There's a lot of good stuff here. But I feel like if I hadn't known so much, and had I seen this when I was watching the show back in the day, I think I'd definitely would have liked it a lot more and i think that might be my non-spoiler take from this before we get into spoilers so all right yeah so i mean uh you put it on the list yeah we pretty much uh yeah. covered a lot of the reasons yeah. why i put it on the <laughs> list is because it was like a childhood favorite that stuck with me it's what i consider to be one of the definitive batman stories mm -hmm. and that so it's like a a film i appreciate from like a animation standpoint and it's a film that like i appreciate from like just like the comic book nerd standpoint and it's just like a film that i don't know it's like i like 
all the elements of it, even if like they never really amount to much more, just kind of like this this pulpy comic book, you know, animated film. Mm-hmm. I I really enjoy it, and it's just always been a favorite of mine, and a film that I don't know. I I don't know if I'm. I like I can understand why you wouldn't have a huge reaction to this, but it's definitely a film that I wanted you to experience just because. Oh yeah, totally. I I think you could get you can get at least something out of it it's, because you're such a fan of the material. It's still a recommend for me. I I mean I I'm mostly just getting it all out there right now that this movie's really great. I would have liked it a lot more had I seen it earlier and all that stuff, but there's still stuff that I really enjoyed in it, so. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Alright, so yeah. Uh, if you have not seen this film, it's a recommend for the bo- from the both of us. Yeah. But if you have not seen this film, or if you have not seen... I don't know what I'm doing tonight. It's, it's too late. So, like, last week? <laughs> you're like, if you've seen this film, turn tune off now. <laughs> for the spoilers, and I'm like, what? Like, it made sense in the time, but listening back, I was, was like, something's a little weird there. I don't know. We need to, we need to start doing these earlier. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm down. I'm always down. <laughs> All right. But uh, if you have seen it or just don't care, we're going to talk about it now a little in-depth with spoilers. There we go. Um... This isn't really spoiler territory. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. I, uh, I hate this. <laughs> I, it's not the movie's fault, because I understand. I understand where they want to do this. I understand in, like, the killing joke, where they want to do this. But I don't like that the Joker gets a backstory in this. <laughs> I'm like, this doesn't need to exist. I feel like he's better when he doesn't have a... Because uh, then... It's just like, oh, this guy's just a normal guy, whereas in, like, The Dark Knight and, uh, like, Arkham. Arkham City, Arkham Knight. Why'd I go Arkham Knight? He's not even in Arkham Knight. (laughs) Arkham Asylum. He's, like, this just crazy man. You don't know where he came from. It doesn't matter where he came from. He's just crazy. And... That makes him so much more intimidating, and maybe that's, like, a part of why they want to do stuff like this. Sort of humanizes him and makes him out to not be this, you know, this terrifying creature. It's more like, oh, you know, he's, he's a human like anyone else. He can be destroyed just like anyone else. But at the same time, it's, like, kind of dumb. <laughs> it's just sort of dumb to me. Yeah, I guess I would say that, like, I kind of see where you're coming from, because I think that, I don't know, I think the whole idea that, like, the Joker should not have an origin story is not necessarily, like, that's not necessarily, like, sacred, you know? Like, it's not like he shouldn't ever get an origin story, but it is definitely something that when they, like, kind of use it in, like, The Dark Knight and the Arkham video games and stuff like that, where they're kind of, like, use the idea that he has no real identity. Mm-hmm. Like, that works really well for the story they're telling. And I think that in this case, what they they needed, essentially, is they needed a reason why the Phantasm would want to go after Joker. 
and they also wanted to add more layers to the mystery of the film. So it's just kind of like but then, we not, we not only get like one reveal, we get another reveal now and stuff like that. Don't so use the Joker. Hmm? I said, but then at that point, just don't use the Joker. Yeah, but they kind of have to use the Joker because he's their biggest character, and they want Mark Hamill I, in the. I also hate that part too. <laughs> I hate that we're like, if there's a Batman story, Joker's got to be in it. I'm like, ah, that's no, he is. I... Batman has the best lineup of supervillains of any superhero that exists. And we're like, we still want to go with the Joker every time. Here we go. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, it bothers me. And I understand that's such like a personal nitpick and that can't really be held against the movie. But at the same time, it's like, you just bring the Joker in to do nothing. He does nothing in this movie. He's pointless. Like, I don't, I wouldn't say he's pointless. He's kind of, he is kind of still that chaotic force in this movie, you know, where you have the opposing, you have Batman on one side, you have the Phantasm on the other side, and then it's the Joker who comes in and messes it all up, you know? Like, he's the one that's adding the more conflict to this movie. I guess, but there's still conflict there without him. In the end, they still have a difference in morals, I guess. Which yeah. just... Is that just like we can't let Batman fight a girl? <laughs> like, like that can't happen. <laughs> like, I, right. No, that wouldn't be it because obviously he has like Catwoman and Poison Ivy and did, all the other female villains he's fought he in ever, the show. He's he fought them in the show. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember. Like I said, it's been so long since I watched it. But I don't know if it was just like, oh, I tricked them and now they're captured <laughs> because <laughs> cannot hit girls. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, that just it just bothers me. It's just the same thing. You get, you get a little tired of Joker after a while. Or it's like, I love Mark Hamill's Joker. I think it's the definitive version of the Joker. But at the same time, it's like, we just need to cool it with Joker. You do... You mentioned Arkham Knight. Even in Arkham Knight, Joker's dead. <laughs> And they're like, we still gotta have Joker in it. Here's, like, several scenes with the Joker. And it's like Arkham Origins. It's like, oh, uh, before Joker was even a thing. But guess what? It was Joker the whole time. It's like, oh my god. I just stopped with the Joker. Oh, oh sorry. I, I meant uh, Jared Leto's version of the Joker is the definitive version of the character. Right, of course. Yeah. 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 Especially that uh, fruit of. Uh, one second. I gotta think about how he does the line. Never mind. I forgot. Which line? Never mind. Uh, nothing from Suicide Squad ever needs to be repeated ever. So. Um, yeah, that just. Again, minor nitpick. It's totally on me. But also at the same time, do something different, DC. <laughs> um. I mean, to be fair, I don't know if Joker had reached the same point of saturation yeah. in 93 as he does now. It's so. more, yeah, at that point, it's more like, guys, now we, now it adds to how much the Joker is being overdone now, if that makes any sense. But what I'm saying is this might be another instance of seeing this film now right. is a very different 
experience in seeing this film back then. Right, right. Even if I didn't see it when it first came out, because this was this film's older than I am. I feel like wasn't the show in the show he like fought the Joker all the time too though. Not all the time. They had a pretty solid variety okay. of villains in the show. I mean, that's that's where you get, like, Condiment King. Actually, I think that might have been a Joker episode that he showed open. Oh, my God. Of course it was. <laughs> um, okay. Moving off of the Joker for a minute. Uh, I did not expect it to be, like, this kind of deeper look at, like, Batman's psyche and, like, his love life, which I'm like, cool. Like, there are very few Batman scenes in this Batman movie. Which mm-hmm. is like, go for it. I mean, it's never been done. <laughs> like, go for it. Sure. I, but, I, like, I think that's one of the reasons why I love this film so much, mm-hmm. is it just kind of has that unexpected level of pathos. Mm-hmm. Like, unexpected for an animated movie, unexpected for a comic book movie. Like, it's like this film has like a level of emotional complexity that's rare for movies in general yeah you know yeah i agree also uh implied sex in a pg movie (laughs) oh yeah of course (laughs) that's like whoa (laughs) like all right all right cool (laughs) i like i like the uh running gag of uh, uh alfred walking in on the it's good. Yeah. It's good. good. It's a good bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, like, a weird amount of blood, too. I was like, whoa. Okay. Mm-hmm. But also, this was back when PG movies were like, we can do this kind of stuff in them. Right, yeah. So, I don't know. And the, the show is always, like, surprisingly dark for mm-hmm. a kid's show. Some episodes. I mean, that's why it's regarded very as, like, the best, uh, one of the best animated shows of all time, basically. So, it's understandable why, you know, you got a little bit of stuff for the adults in the crowd. So. Yeah. Uh, I liked the mystery, the, the, who is the phantasm. That was a nice mystery there I didn't really see coming. Um, I think... I was. I just want to say. I think it's really cool that like, it's something that works really well for the animated format, where it's like you can design the phantasm to have the larger body shape mm-hmm. of the the male characters in the film, and then that helps throw off the mystery even more. Yeah. Like I think that helps a lot. Yeah, I didn't even think of it in that way, but yeah, that's true. Um. I, there's the moment where I was like, oh, I can't, oh, I'm trying to remember what it was, but now I can't remember. Oh, whatever. I don't remember anymore. But there was one moment where I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> she is it. <laughs> and there was like earlier moments where I'm like, hey, it would be funny if she was the phantasm. <laughs> just like, you know how you do when you're watching a movie where you're just like trying to piece it together. But, uh. There was also a moment where I'm like, is the Joker the Phantasm? Are they are they doing this right now? <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was a good mystery. Nice, uh, nice emotional climax at the end. 
where he's like, hey, uh, don't. Yeah. <laughs> also, you really, you really, uh, you really conveyed the uh, niceness of that moment. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't die, though. No. She's on the boat. So. <laughs> As to be seen in Mask of the Phantasm 2. Too many masks. She does end up making a brief appearance in a in the Justice League Unlimited episode that was supposed to act as like a finale to the entire animated universe they were doing. She has like a brief cameo I've appearance. I've never watched that show. That's, that's in-universe for the animated yeah. series? <laughs> what? Yeah, because you had the Batman show, then you had the Superman show, then you had Justice League, and then you had Justice League Unlimited never, and Batman Beyond in there. never watched the Superman show. I don't like Superman, right. though. I'm, I'm kind of on that train where I'm like, Superman's kind of boring. Yeah, like it's Captain not America. nearly as good as any of the other shows. Yeah. Superman and Captain America are just like, cool, you're you're good all the time. Don't, That's don't, fun. Don't be in song Captain America now. Well, you know what I mean. There's no, like, moral I will compl- turn this podcast around. <laughs> <laughs> there is no moral complexity to either of those characters. It's just like, okay, I do good all the time. Here I am. <laughs> like, Yeah, but what is good? Okay, whatever. And uh, <laughs> now we're going back to uh, Batman. Mask of fan- Fanmasm. Fan- fans- fan- fangasm. <laughs> no, stop. They're getting worse. <laughs> I don't even want to think about what that means. And, uh, oh, so watching this, I, I love hand-drawn animation. I wish it was still a thing. Mm-hmm. And... Watching this just reminded me of how much I want another Disney hand-drawn animated movie. I'm just like, oh, it's so good. There's so much art to it. Mm-hmm. And I understand that CG is more perfect, but that's sort of what's like the charm of a movie like this. Is that there are so many little imperfections you can find. But that's just, like, proof that it's real, if that makes sense. It's proof that someone hand-drew that. Like, they did that. Every single frame in this movie was done by hand. Like, yep. That's crazy. Yeah, and I think, like, not just in terms of being hand-drawn animation, but, like, within the spectrum of quality for hand-drawn animation, I think that this both the show and this movie has, like, this really, like, palpable just personality to it Mm -hmm. compared to a lot of animation. You know, like, there's, like, a distinct just kind of feeling to watching this film. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I was saying earlier. I'm like, this feels a lot like the animated show. Like, even if it wasn't... I don't even know how I'm trying to say this. But, like, it was recognizably the animated series when I started and I'm like that's pretty cool like they like I'm like is this the same crew did they bring the same animators in and like all that like that's just it's just awesome man (laughs) like that's 
for that reason alone, I think. Is this the only animated movie on the list? No. The Iron Giant Iron is also. Giant. I am surprised at how few animated movies made it on, but I've I think it might be a lot. case where like we we've seen more of the same movies in that genre. Yeah. Except for uh Nope, can't think of one. Alright. <laughs> no, yeah. Animated I mean, when you're a kid, that's like I mean that's basically all I was allowed to watch when I was a kid were animated movies. And then Harry Potter and you know, other stuff as time went along and Star Wars and then Back to the Future and all that type of stuff. Back to the Future <laughs> probably shouldn't have been allowed to see as young as I did. <laughs> there are some that I'm just like, my parents just like this movie and they just let me watch it because they're like, I don't want to get them out of the room. It's whatever. And Jurassic Park is one of those. Is Jurassic Park on this list, Aaron? Uh, it is, yeah. Oh. Can't believe you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, no, I've never seen Jurassic Park. Definitely not in my top ten movies of all time. Certainly. Certainly not. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to say. It's Batman. I want you to say that, yeah. yeah. It is Batman, though. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just... <laughs> what was that? What? I'm like, it's Batman. It is. It is but, Batman. <laughs> but, like, what I'm saying is, like, this is, like... But not, like, in terms of just, like, oh, it's Batman, because, yeah, of course. But, yeah. like, in terms of it's the definitive story, like, the definitive voice well, actor. The, okay. this When I think of the character, this is the voice I hear. This is the mm-hmm. way I picture, the, like, the costume and everything. And just, you know, you get the origin story in there without ever actually having to replay the origin story. And you get the, you know... As I mentioned, the pathos, like that scene where he's just like pleading with his parents at their grave. Yeah. Oh God. That's a yes. fantastic scene. Yes, that's where I was instantly like, okay, yep, this is not what I expected, but this scene is amazing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They do this thing in this show that they did in like all the animated shows, <laughs> where uh. He gets the note from, uh, oh, God, what's her name? Oh, God, what is her name? Andrea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets the note from Andrea. And he's like, gone away? Moving to Europe? <laughs> gone with Dad? Maybe next time. <laughs> as, as, as much as I love this movie, that scene is just, it doesn't work. No. Like, you either have to give him full sentences or show us the note. Yeah. Like, but they did that in literally every animated show. They right? did. Like, that's just like, is it that hard to just... Oh, I mean, kids can't read, I guess. Maybe that's their reasoning. They're like, oh, a kid can't read. He doesn't know what's happening in this scene. Also, I don't know that I would have liked this as a kid, if I'm being honest. I mean, it's <laughs> Batman, but like... Like I said, there's very little Batman. Should be called Bruce Wayne, Mask of the Phantasm, <laughs> which is fine. I I think the main reason I liked it as a kid is because I just thought the Phantasm looked really cool. He like or she, I guess. Yeah, she, yeah, it's pretty cool. Also, don't really understand 
how? <laughs> the phantasm. You mean like the teleporting and yeah. the objects passing through mm-hmm. and the she magic? They kind of they kind of gloss over that. She magic girl. Yeah. Also, I guess I can't even say they didn't want her to hit a girl. <laughs> Because he literally knocks her on the ground in one of these scenes. Where I'm like, what? It's when he's practicing jujitsu and she knocks him down. And then she just follows suit by knocking her over. And then they start kissing. And I'm like, is that, is that a sexy thing? Have I, have, I, have I been doing this dating thing wrong for all these years? <laughs> I was supposed to knock ladies on the ground? I didn't know. Batman, you taught me so much. Don't do that, kids. Don't. It's not okay. It's not funny. I don't know what's happening. You want my hot take on this one? Sure. I don't have one, but I'm going to come up with one right on the spot here. Batman, in this movie, represents all of our childhood traumas in one. And, um, and, uh, he has trouble in a relationship because that's what childhood trauma will do to you. It just manifests as a Batman. I also think that the Joker... One second, I'm formulating this one. He shoots acid out of a flower. Do you think Batman drank that acid to survive? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. So even though... It appears we can no longer trust your judgment on anything. Uh, where would you rank this film? Oh, God, that's a, that's a tough one. But I'm going to place it. Number 26. Behind the raid. Ahead of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I have this number 18. Okay. Uh, behind the Exorcist, ahead of the Devil's Backbone. We're, like, not that far off in where we placed them. Not terribly far off. But our lists are also quite different yeah. overall. <laughs> yeah. That's how opinions work. <laughs> they're, they're, they're different from everyone else's. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I recommend also, again, some good life lessons about not doing what Batman does in this movie. I feel like I need to repeat it again because I don't come off super great sometimes. But don't do what Batman does in this movie. The end. Yeah. That's, uh, I guess that's what we want to leave you with. Don't be Batman. Don't be Batman. He ruins his life. All the fight crime. What a fool. He could have the riches of the world. He could have a loving family. 
he could let he could let Alfred go from his wretched slavery. But no. He he doesn't. He goes out, he fights crime. And he says, Alfred, I swear to God, if you're not in this cave when I get back, I don't know if you have any loved ones, but they're dead. That's what he says to Alfred. And he's like, but master, you don't kill. And he's like, I know, but I don't have to save you either. <laughs> and then, does Alfred have family? I don't know. He has Batgirl. So then he goes yes, out. He, no, he has family. Does he really? Yeah. Why, why does he never see them? Because he's trapped in the mansion. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> and Batman says, Alfred, no more running any, around. Any, anyway. I will bring an end to your family legacy. Okay, yeah. Mr. Alfred. Yeah. Down with the Pennyworth. Please, just, just stop. Just up with the Batman. No, no, please. Okay. I don't know what this episode is. I never know. No, me either. All right. Next week, in celebration of Coco, we will be looking at another film about musicians. Uh, Frank, which is a interesting film. I'm curious to see what you think of this one, because I think this is a film you could really like. Okay. Do you think I'll have to resort to talking about milk on that one? Yeah. You're going, you're going to anyway, so... You don't know that. You don't know that. I only ask about milk when the time is nigh. I'm just so glad anyway. you agreed to do this show with me, Aaron. <laughs> I it started out fine. Did it? <laughs> Did it though? I don't. Yeah, good point. We we started out calling it films Jacob should watch. I don't think it's that. I don't think we're the fried pickles of podcast too. I mean, we've always been <laughs> that, here, Aaron. That's your analogy. The the, the fried pickles of. You, you don't remember this? No. We started out the first episode by calling our podcast that. No, I like I knew the films Jacob should watch. We're talking about the fried pickles. Yeah. What? You need to listen back to the first episode, <laughs> my dude. Because we might. talk about weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we have definitely become more on the rails recently, and this is a little too much like the beginning. I don't <laughs> worry. We'll get back there. I just also felt like we're we're in very different corners with this movie, where you're like a huge fan, and I'm like, yeah, it was pretty good. I, I liked it. It's worth a watch. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I'm not a. If you can't tell, I'm not a great uh, guest when I don't know much about the movie. So <laughs> yeah, but people listen anyway. So people whatever. Do. That's something that, that always means. surprises me. And we always get a new follower every time we post an episode. So people are listening to this for some reason. I don't know why you do. But if you want to find us around the web, <laughs> you can find Lacey at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. You can find him at Jake Lace on Tumblr. 
If you want to find David from the main podcast around the web, you can find him at dbex15 on Twitter, dbex with two S's. If you want to find me around the web, you can find me at littleflamedude on Twitter, and at this clever blog name is already taken, .tumblr.com. And if you want to find the podcast around the web, you can find us on Twitter at reboot already underway because it's changed now. And you can find us on Facebook. Give us a like. Uh, Check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes and leave us a good review if you like what we say. Which, uh, based on this episode... Man. You probably do. Aaron's (laughs) being really hard on me this week. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. (laughs) No. I... I enjoy this. I enjoy this. It's a good time. Good. Good. It's a good time. I'm sorry I didn't like Batman. Batman no. Fangasm or something. Batatooka? Yeah. Teach their own. Alright. Until next time. Don't think it. Don't say it. Bye bye, man. <laughs>